Hello and welcome to Artbox. I'm your host, Jason. In this episode, I talk to Ada, aka Daniel Sheffer. He's an artist, co-founder, editor of High Fruco's magazine, and started Game of Shrooms. Game of Shrooms is like a hide-and-seek of artwork of mushrooms from artists that take place around the world on August 15th. We talk about how and why he started Game of Shrooms and a couple of tips on where you can find them. Before we start, though, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it, sir. I really do. Of course. And um, with that being said, uh, could you tell the listeners who you are and a brief history of Attaboy? Yeah, well, Attaboy is a stupid name I gave myself years ago uh, when I was working at Milton Bradley, I think, so I can do spoken word and weird art projects at nighttime. You know, so most people call me Atta because it sounds less stupid, less like dog food. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, but my closest friends, (laughs) except for my wife, calls me Atta. So that's, there you go. I was a toy designer, co-founder of High Fructose with my wife, Annie Owens, and I'm an artist. I like to make things and hopefully a catalyst for things that are better than not good. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, that would be nice on my, uh, on my not tombstone. (laughs) Cause I, I want to be, yeah. Made into a crayon with my ashes, I think is, is the, is what my wife has given. I've been given instructions. I painted my will the other day (laughs) and I told her that I must be made into a crayon and uh, I don't know what the color would be called. Probably, I don't know, lumpy, lumpy ash or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but uh, then, they, then the people can use my uh, my my ash crayon thing to sign in the guest book. So uh, you know, <laughs> you know, that's that that it's in the will, it's, it's, and, it's in and the that, will. that will happen before uh, Rock Lobster is played. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, good choice in songs. Good and songs. Socks are are checked at the door. No, no, no matching socks will happen at the uh, funeral slash soiree. I guess we'll call it. <laughs> Anyways, sorry to go down that path. So you know, I for a while, you know, when I was doing toys or you know projects or film festivals, animation festival, whatever I was doing, I wanted to make other people happy. Right. And I found like that was my job as long as because I was a very serious person, believe it or not. And then I was looking at old videos and I was going, oh my god, my family was just. I'm just I'm just stealing their material. They're really fun. And I look at those old videos. I was just such a sourpuss, you know? <laughs> and it's funny, but it, once it became my job, it, this is your job is to make fun stuff or make interesting things or make people look twice, then I was okay with it because I'm, I'm obsessive uh, with my work ethic. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy the process too. And uh, that's a new thing. And that's only happened because of uh, Game of Shrooms. Right. Yeah. yeah. How did the Game of Shrooms start it? Well, in 2016, uh, among lots of things going on, 2015, 2016, our family was getting like imploding. It was we were getting less and less family members by, by the month. I, I'm, you know, I, I half laugh now, but it's really sad. And everybody was dying and, yeah. and things were going on and yeah. the political thing. And then our, in our area, there was same week, there was uh, the goat ship fire. Oh, right, right. And then there was all this stuff going on. But more than that, I don't know, it was my age or whatnot, but with my, my grandfather and my brother were just, um, I don't want to get too emotional, 
you know, uh, but I didn't realize how important they were. Not, I mean, I knew how important they were to me. There was like a metaphysical kind of, uh, I guess that's what depression is. So I always thought people who are just extra sad, why are you extra sad? There's, you know, do the math. Yeah. I would just say, do the math and add it up and go, you know what? You live in America, you're, you're whatever, you should be happy. <laughs> uh, or or this and that, or, or just, you know, buck up, little camper. Right, you know? right. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah, for whatever it was, like, oh, look at your life or look at your children. Or, and then I didn't realize that depression is a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing. In fact, you can have, and, and I know this is like no duh to people who've had depression, but I wasn't a believer. Mm. I didn't believe that depression existed. The thing is, you can have a really good day and still be depressed. Exactly. It's like yeah. being a functional alcoholic. It's like you're a functional depressant. You know, that's, that's true. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I thought, oh, well, you just had some bad days. You'd had some whatever, or you're looking at it the wrong way, you know, because I'm a really positive person. Mm -hmm. But man, I had some stuff where it was like any moment. It was what's the point? You know, what is the point of it all? My brother and my grandfather, every time I would make something, I would send them one. Hmm. And and it became I didn't realize how important to me that was. They were my biggest my biggest fans and supporters and, and just, they were this symbiotic relationship I had with them. And I, I needed, I needed to send them and I couldn't send it to them anymore. Yeah. And then I was thinking, what was the point of it? It was weird. I know I'm sad that I needed that kind of validation. You know, my wife, you know, amazingly support. It was always, you know, she's like, you need to be that you need to do what you do. You know, she insists on it. As that old trope is like, well, my wife puts up with it. It's just like, no, that's 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 BS here. Yeah. She's like, she insists on it. And I insist she d d goes after things, too. That's our job is to help each other fulfill our joint and individual dreams. You know, I agree with so, that statement. I do that with yeah. my wife, too. Yeah. Yeah. When we bought a house, I was like, oh, yeah, OK, that's good. Equity's good because then you can make that film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how I think. She's like, well, it's also good so we can have a place to live, too. And I go, oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah that, too. That, too. That, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So that we could do those other things. <laughs> so through through yeah. the, the tragedy, though, it seems like you were able yes. to find some kind of renewal, uh, something that like like what mushrooms will do is that they uh, not only they, they, they regrow, also they also spread, you know, and it's like an idea as well. So correct. So you correct. so then uh, I guess the, the, the game mushrooms came about and then you started to do your own. How did how did that actually start back in uh, 2016? Oh, yeah, I started painting all this stuff. We had all these uh, boxes. We normally had boxes of magazines in the garage. Mm -hmm. So I was taking the cardboard there. And I was just tired of the news and tired of everything. And I needed the control of, of what I was thinking about. You know, you, I need to regain control of what I was thinking about. Everything yeah. was responsive. So I, I started painting on cardboard and painting mushrooms. Uh, and the thing is, I never liked the painting process ever. I, I hated the, it, it drove me nuts. I always loved the result, but not the process. So I started painting these things as objects. My grandmother had a ceramics studio. My grandfather was a magician. We would paint mushrooms in and put them in her garden. And it was the one thing that she would get me upset about me with, which is funny because I was her favorite, but she, she would get upset because I was so sloppy. Oh. And I was such a sloppy painter, and I would get so frustrated because she didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, this is some psychoanalyst stuff. Uh, but anyway, so I'd, I'd paint those things and I'd hide them around. I guess the thinking was, one, I'm doing something and I have a, a different goal. And it was a goal that was unrelated to anything else I was doing or thinking about. But people, when they found them, they were literally looking down. And when you look down, that's when you could find a surprise mm. and, a, and a surprise that was good. 
because we were having so many surprises, both personally and nationally, that that were bad, you know. Yeah. And then people started finding them. Then I was sending them to, to places, to to friends in in Portland, in Ohio, and they were hiding them. I'm putting them on Instagram. People were finding them. And then I was doing for for about 10, 12 years. I was going to Hollywood and pitching cartoon things that uh, animation ideas that would end up in vaults well, well, or nowhere. Yeah. You know, get, get a bunch of money. And they'd buy it, and then my little child would go into some vault somewhere because somebody got a different job somewhere, you know? And uh, that happened time again. But while I was down there, I'd bring the mushrooms. So no matter where I went, everything became a positive experience. And no matter how the trip went or whatever, I had an ulterior motive to make it a better day. So my day was not dictated by what was going on, the state of things or or whatnot. I I had another mission. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I actually like that. Maybe huh, you yeah. got me thinking no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes every day into a good thing. And it's like having a secret, you know, it's uh, when I used to uh, pitch things at Milton Bradley and, or, or present, I would present things. Yeah. It was intimidating. Sometimes I wear two different color socks. I'd write magic marker, something really stupid on my chest. Hmm. Right? Well, like just, you know, something like balloon animal or whatever. <laughs> and you, you write something really dumb. Yeah. And, but, you know, and I wear my tie and the whole thing. And it was like, you know what? You guys might be smart. You guys, guys might have all the power over my situation and what I'm going to be working on the next couple of months, but I know something you don't. Mm, exactly. <laughs> I know that I wrote something stupid on my thing. Isn't that funny? Yeah. To me. <laughs> so, and nothing, I mean, they're nice people, but I just, when you're in a situation, it's like a form of, uh, like superstition, like the Venus of Bilidor for something, you know, like you have, you have something that some weird thing that will, uh, control an uncontrollable situation. Wow. That, that's it, true. Well, well when you think about it, I mean, what can, you know, you can only control what you can control. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. But you can control a lot, you know, in your head. In your head. Yeah. And I guess that's what people use drugs for. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I could see that, you know, wanting to dull the senses or, or to expand the senses, but you know, it, it, cause you can control the, that environment inside your head. A yeah, lot of people, you're regaining control of your day. Yeah. So you're saying like, you know what, my life might be crap, but no, 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 no. My life is the way I want it to be. And I want it to be this kind of day. So, uh, I don't know. I've never really thought about it until now, but, uh, with your help. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so, uh, maybe that's, 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 that's part of it. Or maybe every piece of art you make is a cry for help. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a cry for help. I think it's just a dialogue. Okay. Like you're having a conversation. A dialogue for help. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll say a a, a big word to that. You're correct, sir. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, so I was hiding that stuff. And it's funny, uh, like, uh, you know, I did that for a couple of years. And then uh, I started getting these messages from people going like, hey, there's someone else in Oakland hiding, hiding mushrooms. Hey, there's someone else here hiding mushroom mark too. And I, my immediate response was to be kind of defensive and kind of like, oh, but this was my therapy. Right, right. You know, and then I took a second and I went, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, the whole thing of mushrooms and the idea that we're all interconnected here. And, oh, by the way, I've never taken any drugs or mushrooms or anything. I've never had a drink of alcohol or anything. So I'd probably be healthier if I did, <laughs> but uh, for real, but I have nothing against it, but just not for me because I, I have an addictive personality. And I think I would just be a mess. Well, like fact, you, I, I know just, I'd be a mess. Like, like you just said, it's just, you know, to each his own. So, you know, it's. Yes, oh, for sure. You know. But, you know, so the idea of mushrooms being interconnected, all we see is the fruits of their labor. 
right. these little, little things that pop up, right? Yeah. And they're like this big brain, this neural system underneath us all. They People were saying, again, I'm no expert. I don't know the difference between a, a death cap and a shiitake. Uh, right. You know, yeah, don't worry. Neither do I. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Idea that some people think that it's the biggest organism on Earth. Yeah. And yeah. that perhaps it came from an alien <laughs> and that these things are here and, and they just threw a mushroom spore down and then we came above it but in another way mushrooms are kind of like they kind of uh prey on dead things you know they're re they're part of the the, the big cycle you know the yeah. big, you know so and, and and i love that idea and you know i was in a pretty dark space too and i think this is and the idea of seeing unexpected things pop up they're like little magical gifts that are given right yeah so who am i to tell people they can't participate in something that works for me I mean, that sounds like something that, you know, the 1% would do. Right. Yeah. It, it, admittingly, it does sound selfish, but you you realize you're, that that's not the way to go. So so then yeah. you started. So was it last year that you started to open up uh, the Game of Shrooms to, to the world, basically, or just to the United yeah. States? Yeah. Yeah. So I said, it, you know, it was uh, June of last year. I said, why don't everybody do it? Yeah. And why don't we all do it on one day? So and then everyone else can find it and uh, everyone can participate. And, and you know, so I but I initially I asked like 50 different artists that we knew from the magazine. And I was like, oh, let, let me ask them. I don't know. Maybe they, they'd be into it. So they started. And then I started getting these requests with people going, oh, how do I get approved to do it? And I go, you you are approved. Congratulations. <laughs> you are you you have been sainted. Go forth. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or and I, I still get that today. He's like, oh, yeah. is it too late? I'm like, it's not August 15th, but. It's never too late, right. you know. It's it's just now, and they go, "Oh, can I? Can I?" And I go, "My answer is yes." So it, it's usually yes, and it was always yes. So school group, they printed out my my tips on how to do things and how to how to hide them and stuff, and they were starting to do it. Uh, and I and they asked me, "Can we do that?" And I said, "Well, you did it, and yes." <laughs> That's awesome. And, That's awesome. Actually. Yeah, and and then tattoo shops I found are interesting cultural hubs in suburban areas yes. uh, especially in middle america and it's where it's like a little locus is that a locus point or it's a little like a nexus one of those yeah, words like a, ne a nexus of. or a good network yeah yes well there we go so of weirdness and stuff you know and they would have one last year they had a night during the week before where they were all making mushrooms that they were going to hide on the same day and I said, that's fantastic. And that then, is. and then my wife was telling me, she goes, you know what? It was interesting because some people after, last year, they were hiding them in parks and they were hiding them in places. And she's an avid hiker. And she just said, it's kind of messed up. You know, people are going out and they're actually trampling things to put things. And I go, oh, you were totally right. Yeah. She said, you know, the, she talk, told me about the leave no trace principle and right. stuff. And I said, I, those are good, but we need to figure out a way to make it so they're not rules. You know, so that it's part of the idea. And it was always part of the idea. I didn't think to make a rule up about it. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so instead of a rule, I said, you know, I, on that, on this one day, nature invades of the human space. You, you see, so it's a little different. So it's, it's yes, leave no trace. But it, the idea is that nature is reminding us it's coming up through the cracks it's coming we've trampled upon it now it's starting to go like yeah but we're still here you know same like during this quarantine you know give it you give it a five months and then it starts coming back yep it starts coming back right just like those animals in the in the in the parks and things like that you know um, the yeah. coyotes start coming down from the mountains yeah uh, even bunnies <laughs> yeah, and, and bunnies and i mean we normally get turkeys on our roof around here oh wow around thanksgiving appropriately it's weird 
but with a, the turkeys come down from the, the hills and, and they just start like strutting their stuff and being like, yeah, it's our crosswalk. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, and I, that was a great addition and it's, you know, adjust the concept in my head, you know, as much as I could enforce it. The idea that I loved holidays, but why are they always associated with either religious or or national or the state or mm-hmm. consumerism like even president's day is about buying a cheaper car i mean somewhere. no offense to moms and dads but that's a capitalist holiday that's know. right right so in with this people make something and they're making something for people they don't even know right. and and they're making something that they don't even know seriously if it's going to be found because 90 percent of things i've made have been found but sometimes they're not or they have been, but those people don't tell me, and that is part of the game. That, that that's you know? a good point. That is part of the game. Yeah, it's it's how much you want to tell and how much you don't want to tell. That's right, and how you hide it, and what if you hide it. But also, it's there. If you give a gift to somebody and they re-gift it, it's their gift. Right. So whether they put it in the trash or they put it on their mantle, it's not up for you to decide. So you have to enjoy the process because that might be the only reward you get. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it might be the only reward. Now, that being said, so many people have been so happy and empowered that they're now instant art collectors. And some people have found art and they didn't even know they were playing the game. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> Which is even more clever. Uh, kind of goes along with what, why one of the reasons I moved out to San Francisco uh, area or the Bay Area, I'll call it now, is <laughs> because they don't deserve it anymore. Uh, but well, um, yeah, that's why I said earlier the Bay Area. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There's that. I call San Francisco West Bay now. That's what I'm calling it. Anyhow. The I, the Cacophony Society would create things, and they would say, "You may be already be a member." Hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, and I love that that idea of you may already be a member. You might be paying, playing Game of Shrooms, and you don't even know it until you find one. And I get messages from people all the time like that. You know, I didn't know I was playing. What is this? They say, "What is this? Can I keep it?" I go, "Well, what, what am I getting?" <laughs> yes, you, yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can keep that thing that you found on the street for free. Right, you've been <laughs> knighted. Go forth and enjoy and share. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny how the people need permission, you know, well, they really do need permission. And do. some people yeah. need permission to make art, which is, it's crazy. You don't need permission to make art. You also de- don't need permission to collect art. It, it's it's cheaper. It's actually cheaper than not collecting art hmm. because uh, when people don't make art, I, I have a feeling they, they buy that feeling that art creates or they mm. try to buy that feeling that art creates. And when I mean art, I mean, I mean, doing something interesting with the bush in your yard or making making uh, making a dinner for somebody. It's that active little micro God creation thing that we need that's inherent to us as humans. If we do not make that, if we do not satiate that or scratch that itch, I have a feeling that is what causes so much rampant consumerism for the sake of consumerism. Mm, Yeah. You know, Um, and again, I have nothing against, you know, buying things, especially things that are interesting or things that support things or, or, you know, even things you like, but I think we do things for a a lot of reasons that aren't helpful. We aren't, we don't connect the dots. Right. It can become unproductive at a certain point. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's that thing. I mean, a lot of the, my ideas are probably formulated from, comedians which are like you know unpolished philosophers flawed much. philosophers yeah, right <laughs> pretty much yeah they are unpolished well like uh george carlin is a great one actually oh yes um, yes he's a great comedian but he's also a great philosopher i just i'm sure 
there's going to be some uh, philosopher in the crowd who's going to listen to this and I'll get a complaint, but uh, so what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, well, you I'll know debate what? them about that. About that. Yeah, philosophers <laughs> who resonate yeah. with, with, with people. Carlin said something about buying stuff you don't need to impress people you don't like, you know, that kind of thing. Yep, yep. Oh, buying stuff you can't afford, you know, that you don't need for to impress people that you don't like. The thing is, people do work really hard and they work so hard all week and they work hard in jobs they some of them that they don't like and then they what they need to do is retail therapy at the end because it makes them feel like they need to reward themselves for working at a job that they don't like but that perpetuates the cycle mm, yes it does so, it does you know but I, I yes i just the idea so the idea quickly of it so before i lose it is that <laughs> To create a holiday that isn't about consumerism, isn't sponsored by religion or the state, uh, that it's about gift giving to people you don't even know who might not even find your thing right. that empowers you to make something you normally wouldn't and that other people might find and give them something else to to talk about at dinner, whatever they were going to talk about. I don't know. That makes me really happy. And that rightly so. I mean, because it's an adventure for someone and it's also a, a, a reward because they, they find this and it's like, oh, um, they, they by themselves, they'll find it. They just get really excited, you know, and a reward for themselves too. It's like, look what I got out in the wild today. I got this this great <laughs> statue or I got a cutout of a mushroom. So that's it, right. You it, know, that's interesting. It might be a hunter get might tap into the hunter gatherer thing. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I that was one of the things that really kind of made me think about it, you know, uh, and, and, and hence the game like hunting for these mushrooms or for the shrooms. Yes, yes. And, so. you know, that's the thing is people want to know. <laughs> I get messages all the time going, which artist is associated with which location at what time? And I go, I, you're just going to have to try and guess and good luck. Right. That's the whole point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. that is part of the thing. I understand we all need everything to be linked in. And part of that is, <laughs> is laziness on my part. I refuse to make this thing a job. Right. I want it to be fun. I see people and, you know, people tell me my product is my art. So can I hide my product? And I go, oh, I prefer that you didn't. It's that's not the spirit of this. The no, spirit is not. to make one of a kind thing. And they go, but I don't do that kind of art. I go, well, why don't you try for the first time? Right. And I want to try to do something you that isn't your quote brand. Right. Or get out of that you know? comfort zone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because right now you have all these businesses who don't, they're ashamed to look like businesses. They want to appear like artists with guerrilla mm -hmm. marketing. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then you have all these artists who want to appear like businesses. Yeah. Okay. And that's sad. It it's is. sad to me that artists say, I, I want to work on my brand. And, and now that's coming from an idiot named Attaboy. I understand. <laughs> but if I was going to go back in time, you know, I would probably change that. You shouldn't be about what you make. Uh, either you should be about you know who uh, i yeah. don't know <laughs> <laughs> well all right let me see if you're basically getting at is like you need to you know be true to yourself really in any endeavor you do you need to be true to yeah. yourself yeah and, and i why are you catering your wants and needs and your goals why are you curating it for this perceived uh, version, this uh, visual version of yourself and mm. your image, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And, uh, and, and you know, maybe our business would be a lot more successful if we, uh, we've been doing it for 15 years. But, but maybe, maybe we'd be more successful. We were on track. You know, we've never been really cool we've just tried to make the best thing we can and hopefully that's cool well for me um, that is i mean you just do the best you can i mean that's really what yes. it is if you got the skills it, they, they will pay the bills you know yeah, just... i don't know but either way you're going to enjoy it because right. either way is a struggle right so yeah. doing stuff you don't like is a struggle the, the things you love is a struggle so you're going to struggle either way okay mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So you might as well do something where you actually feel fulfilled in, in a way, you know, and and also try not to take yourself totally so serious. Uh, you can bend the rules. You can also bend your own rules to see, test things out, you know, see what works for you. And we do that with the magazine all the time. We go, well, this isn't hybrid. We go, why isn't it? It's just <laughs> us two figuring out what's in it. Why don't we? Let's do that. Right. Let's, let's what kind of advice would you or, or tips you would give people mm-hmm. for who are looking for the shrooms? Any ideas? Uh, well, you can follow things on Instagram. You can follow the, the tag game of shrooms, hashtag, which we used to call pound symbol, remember? Yes. I uh, the, the, <laughs> pound game of shrooms. I'm going to start. I'm going to start it today. It's pound game of shrooms. Can uh, follow that. You could look at location tags on, on social media. Um, you know, you got to look for it. You got to hunt. Just, you know, keep your eyes open that day. I'd love for it to get to the point where he just goes, oh, the, today's that day? Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep my eyes a little extra wide open today. Yeah. Because I might see something I don't even know what's going on today. You know, it's like April Fool's, but in a positive way. People aren't pranking me in a bad way. People are actually going to give me things I didn't even know I wanted. Well, it's like Easter, <laughs> April Fool's Day, and maybe uh, Christmas all wrapped into one, and it's called Game of Shrooms. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe a little Valentine's Day, a little like uh, naked baby flying around shooting people with arrows. I I don't know how, but I'd love to get that in there because, you know, (laughs) that craziness, craziness. Uh, But yes, people can follow and follow the artists, you know, and see their previews and 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 just keep your eyes open and and hopefully you'll be lucky, you know. Now, this year, that being said, this year is going to be interesting because of the, uh, well, this year is already interesting. Yeah, this whole year has been interesting. Yeah. Oh, my God. But maybe this will be interesting in a, in a different way. Everybody's going to be wearing masks, which, by the way, I couldn't made couldn't have made up a better cool rule. Everyone should be wearing masks, hiding for you know, looking for mushrooms on the same day. Right. So I know this is a really serious, rough time. There's some, there is some weirdness fun <laughs> hiding in there. Well, you need to have so a little of that. You do need to have a little of that. That's it's what's going to get you through, so to speak. You know? uh, yeah, I think so. I really, I really believe so. That and keeping uh, expectations are your enemy, by the way, folks. Yes. Yeah. Keep your expectations really low. Okay. Don't right. beat yourself up for going, well, that's, that was a day. <laughs> well, you know what? And here's another thing too, that I, I if I may, if you couldn't find a, a, a mushroom out in your adventures wearing your mask and social distancing, make one. Just make one for yourself. Yeah. And you could tell That's people right. you found it because you technically did. You found it in your head rather than out in the <laughs> That's true. There's some little kids who are uh, in our neighborhood, and I think they're going to be making them for each other to hide in the in backyards and things. No, That's awesome. And I mean, hell, you could even do it in your house, you know? Um, you really could. Yes, um, you could. But- you know, if if you're if you're not feeling well or you're scared to go outside, then yeah, hide stuff in. You know, yeah, yeah really. And and there's the one rule is be safe, and you know, yes. and and have fun is another rule. But it's yeah, and it, it happens on uh, August fifteenth, uh, exactly. August fifteenth. Yeah. yeah. Thinking of this in the context of quarantine and and with the COVID and stuff, if you're both reaching and going for the same shroom, you're gonna have to rock paper scissors it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it happens on. Uh, and, and August 15th, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll do it again. Like you said, just uh, make people start looking out for these things on August 15th. Wonderful. So. Thanks. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Yeah, Great. No Thanks. I want to thank Ada for doing the interview. If you want to learn more about Game of Shrooms and Ada, you can go to his website at yumfactory.com, or you can go to his Instagram at Ada Yum Factory. 
To learn more about High Fructose Magazine, head on over to highfructose.com or on Instagram at highfructosemag. And as usual, you can listen to past episodes of Artbox on artboxdnv.com. And Artbox is on Instagram at artboxdnv. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you.